0: Hi boys and girls, this is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. What's So Important About the Baby in the Manger? By Kathy Russell Part 1 The sounds of Christmas music on the radio filled the air as Detective Brent Stanford sat at his desk in the city police department. He thoughtfully looked at his Bible, flipping a few pages to find a reference. Then he squinted as he tried to read his hastily jotted down notes. At that moment, Detective Amy Walton entered the main office door with a box of Christmas decorations. She stared at a pile of boxes that were in front of her desk and said, What are all these boxes doing in our office? Brent looked up with a smile. They are for a special assignment I'm working on. I have been asked by our pastor at church to help the kids learn about the Christmas story. Would you like to help me? Sure. What's your plan? She asked. Last week, after our weekly basketball game, the kids at church were talking about what they wanted for Christmas, about going shopping, decorating their trees at home, and such things. One of the kids asked me, what's so important about the baby in the manger? I want them to see the big picture, so I thought I'd have a little bit of fun telling the story in a different way. That sounds interesting. How can I help you? Amy asked eagerly. I could use your help to prepare items that represent the Christmas story and place them inside various boxes and containers. I plan to have the kids open them to discover clues, just like we do as detectives when we're looking for evidence on a case. I'm almost finished writing out the clues. Now I need to go home and find some items, boxes and containers to use. Amy responded with enthusiasm. Let me see your list of items for the clues, and after I finish decorating our office, I can see what I have at home that we could use. Brent handed the list to Amy, who scanned it quickly. I think I might have some of the things you want that would be just right for your fun activity, said Amy. I'll let you know what I find, and then you may check those off of your list. Okay, said Brent. After we put everything together, let's meet at the church tomorrow night about 6.30 p.m. The kids will be there at 7 p.m. for our activity. Thanks for your help. Sure, I'll bring the items for the clues tomorrow. See you then. With that, Detective Walton took the list from Detective Stanford and sat down at her desk to make some notes. Then she set about decorating the office Christmas tree. This was going to be fun. At the office the next day, Detective Stanford laid out the boxes and containers he had brought, while Detective Walton added their clues and put a sign with a number on each container. The next evening, Detective Stanford and Walton were at the church early, setting the boxes and containers in place. As kids of various ages began to enter the fellowship hall, they gathered over near a brightly decorated Christmas tree, lit with beautiful lights. The kids stood there, admiring the tree and talking. Pastor Kenmore soon invited them to find a comfortable seat and introduced their guests for the meeting. Detective Stanford took the lead from there on. "'Merry Christmas, kids! I'm glad you could be with us this evening. I've brought Detective Walton with me from our police department to help with an activity that I think you'll enjoy.' The other night, I had one of you ask me, after our basketball game, what's so important about the baby in the manger? We'd like to approach that question like we do when we're trying to solve a case as a detective. As you can see, we've brought some interesting boxes and containers. They are numbered and filled with objects that are clues. Detective Walton and I will be calling on you to help us discover what's in the boxes and containers to see how they relate to the Christmas story. Before we begin, I'd like to pray. Let's bow our heads. Dear God, it's Christmas time, and we're excited about the Christmas decorations, good cookies, presents, and fun we will enjoy with our families. As we share the Christmas story tonight, please help us to discover why baby Jesus is the most important part of Christmas. Thank you. Amen. With that, Detective Stanford laid box number one on top of a small table that he had placed in the center of the circle of kids and said, Let's get started. I will be calling on some of you to help me with what we are doing tonight. With a smile, he said, "'I need your observation skills to help me. "'Jonathan, will you open container number one, please? "'Let's find out what's inside and see what we can learn. "'Please tell me what's in the box.' Jonathan jumped up and opened the lid of box number one. He lifted out what was inside and exclaimed, "'It's a Bible!' "'Right,' Detective Stanford said. "'Whenever we are trying to solve a case, "'we need a reliable source for finding out the truth.' Through written testimony and live or recorded eyewitness accounts of people who have seen and heard what really happened, we can find out the truth about events that happened. We also use pictures and objects that we can pick up and look at as other evidence to help us find out the truth. For the story of the baby in the manger, the best place to go to learn about him is from the Bible. I know we can't all take a trip to the Holy Land to see some of the locations where our story takes place. However, we can learn the specific details of our story from the Bible account. Detective Walton continued, First of all, we can be sure that the Bible is true. In a number of places, the Bible writers state that the Bible is true. In commandment number nine of the Ten Commandments, God tells us not to bear false witness or lie. God is truthful, just like He wants us to be truthful. In the book of Titus, chapter 1, verse 2, the Bible says that God cannot lie. In addition, the Bible tells us that it was given by inspiration of God. When we look at the various prophecies that are written in the Bible, it is clear that God knows the future and what He said is true, because the prophecies have been fulfilled just as He said they would be at the right times. God says in Isaiah 46, 10, "...only I can tell you the future before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass." for I do whatever I wish. Emma raised her hand. But why would we need a Bible to find out what's so important about the baby in the manger? Detective Walton replied, We need the Bible because it tells things just as they happened, giving written eyewitness accounts from people who knew the baby. We need to know who the baby is. Does anyone know his name? Leah raised her hand and jumped up from her seat. I know, I know, it's Jesus! That's right, Leah, responded Detective Walton. If we want to find out what happened in the Christmas story, we need to turn to the first two chapters in the New Testament in both the books of Matthew and Luke. Detective Stanford, will you tell about them? Matthew was a tax collector who became Jesus' disciple, Detective Stanford continued, so he knew Jesus and his mother Mary personally. Tax collectors are very careful when it comes to counting, numbers, and money. Matthew wanted to make sure that the story of Jesus was recorded as it happened. Luke was a doctor who, though he was not a Jew, became a believer in Jesus. Dr. Luke wanted to give a careful written account of the story of Jesus, so he went looking for the truth. Doctors are used to asking many specific questions of their patients to learn how to treat their sicknesses, so he went about preparing his gospel account with the same care. Both of these men were careful to find out the truth about Jesus by talking to eyewitnesses and writing down what they had learned from others, or, as in the case of Matthew, by sharing what they had experienced. Does anyone know the meaning of Jesus' name? Sarah was next to raise her hand. I know. It means the Lord saves. You're correct, Detective Stanford said. Now we need to understand why the baby was named the Lord saves. And we can do that by looking at what happened before baby Jesus was born. Boys and girls, be sure to listen to part two of our continuing story, What's So Important About the Baby in the Major? This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.